Welcome to the A Better Way to Farm podcast, where we share serious secrets about profitable farming. We appreciate you taking the time to join us, and we hope that you'll love the knowledge we share not only with you today, but also in future episodes. So let's get right into it. Hello, Better Farmers. Rod here at A Better Way to Farm with this week's podcast. I appreciate all of you tuning in. It's an honor to have you uh, take part in what we do and for us to get to be a part, a little bitty part of your life. Today, we're going to take a little different angle. We're not going to talk about agronomy. We're not going to talk about fertility. We're not even going to talk about some of the perhaps mistakes that I see within the industry. Today, we're going to talk about you. I know that everyone's favorite subject is themselves, and that doesn't make them bad. That's simple human nature. So that being said, and knowing that, we're going to keep that concept in mind that everyone's favorite subject is themselves. I want to talk a little bit today about personal development. I'm excited to get to share this with you because I believe that truly the most important thing we do, the number one thing that we do is to develop ourselves that it is sad to me i i hear people brag as you guys know i'm older now uh but i hear people say things like i haven't read a book since i got out of high school 35 years ago and i just think how sad here's someone who can read but doesn't read my gosh does that mean we're still stuck like we were the day we walked out of the high school doors some of us are uh, i once had a good friend of mine describing a mutual acquaintance of ours He said, it's possibly the saddest thing I've ever seen. He is a 16-year-old trapped inside of a 48-year-old body. And you know, you can laugh and joke about those things, but the reality is it doesn't serve us very well if that's how other people see us. I am not saying that we have to conform and be just like everyone else. As a matter of fact, I'm going to submit to you that perhaps the greatest power is in non-conformity and not being like everyone else. But if our attempt to be not like everyone else means we want want to be a little more of a rule breaker, a little bit more of an individual who is more abrasive, more obnoxious, more difficult to get along with, perhaps that's not the angle we should be looking at. I was visiting with the girls, and we were talking about what we were going to do this session on, and it's something that's really near and dear to all of us. My wife, all four of my kids, and especially these younger two girls that I work with on a daily basis. It's really, really, really important. I look at someone like Karen, who for right now is is battling, uh, has a hard time with some things. And I think if you followed us very long, you know she was really sick. She spent five months in intensive care. She was in the hospital from, see, from November the 9th to April the 28th. And then she wasn't ready to get out, but they kicked us out too because they couldn't save us from getting the coronavirus, so they sent us home. And I look at that, but she so much developed herself that in spite of all of her trials and tribulations, if you follow her personally on Facebook or you follow her on A Better Way to Farm on the Facebook page, A Better Way to Farm, you can see the fruits of her labor. You can see her posting things to encourage other people, to help other people look at things differently, to help people be more positive, to help people to have a better attitude. And that's just who she is as a person. And Kayla is the same way. They're both going to work every day relentlessly to make themselves better so that they can work to help make everyone they come in contact better. Sometimes I get asked and they talk about things like, well, well, how do you go about this? What are the things that you do? 
Do you take courses? Do you take seminars? Do you, you do whatever? Yes, uh, we have done all of the above. We have been enrolled in, in online courses that met through Zoom meetings and previous to that uh, through email homework. And we have had a chance to study under some really, really, really great people. Uh, I highly encourage John Maxwell. I once paid several hundred dollars to hear Maxwell speak for about an hour. Now, he had some other people with him, and they also talked. It was a total of about a four-hour deal. But I paid $500 for it. Maxwell was the headliner. And I will tell you this, it was worth the 500 bucks for the four hours. The the bottom line is, guys, someone said, sometimes someone said to me, they asked, what is the best seminar that you've ever attended? And I'm going to tell you that every year, and as a matter of fact, they're going to replay it. You can attend Global Leadership Summit. The Global Leadership Summit is going to be replayed sometime here in October and sometime again in the month of November. If you've never taken part in that or if you have taken part in it but didn't get a chance to this year, Look it up. Global Leadership Summit comes out of Willow Creek in Barrington, Illinois. It's a tremendous program. Do I agree with everything that every speaker says? Absolutely not. But number one, that's one of the things that we need to work on. We need to work on the lost art of civil disagreement. It should be okay that you and I do not have exactly the same opinion. As a matter of fact, if you and I have exactly the same opinion on every subject, one of two things is happening. We're completely wasting our time being together, or one of us is a pathological liar. Because the fact is, it's biblical, it's scriptural, that as iron sharpens iron, that's what we're supposed to do. Hopefully we can have a discourse, a discussion, we can talk about things that we don't necessarily agree on, and each one of us leave better. And so I would encourage you, the Global Leadership Summit gives some tremendous ideas, and it's a great opportunity. I promise you, if you'll set through that, listen to that, you'll be a better dad, you'll be a better church member, you'll be a better community member, you'll be a better husband, you'll be a better human being. And I don't think there's any of us who can sit here and go, man, I am the perfect human being. I'm as good as I need to get. I'm as good as I'm ever going to get. I'm done. Well, if that's the case, then the only thing left is the obituary, because if we're done, if we're not growing, we're not developing, we're dying. And it's sad to meet that individual who has already died. They just haven't had his funeral yet. Guys, God gives us another day every time. Every day when we wake up, we get one more, one more shot at it, one more shot at being better, one more shot at doing better. I talked about the best seminars that I've been to and things you can get to. Let me talk about the very, very worst seminar I ever went to. I will not name it, but here's what I'll tell you. If you happen to attend the very worst seminar in the world on personal development, it can be worth the 500 bucks or 1000 bucks or 200 bucks, whatever it costs you, if you pick up one idea. And I've listened to speakers who I did not enjoy. I've listened to speakers who I thought were completely off base. But let me assure you, every one of them has shared something, some idea that has impacted me, that has helped me to go and impact others. And it's very important as we work forward. And guys, you can say, well, I just farm, which I really don't like the term just anything. I'm just a housewife. I'm just a dad. I'm just, no, you're not just a anything. You're an incredibly 
well-designed human being created in the image of God. You are not just to anything. If you farm, you help feed the entire world. If you're just a mom, you are raising the next generation of people to lead this nation. And leading it doesn't mean you have to be president. Leading it means that you go out and you work every day and you become a contributing member of society and you do your part. You vote, you work, you contribute, you volunteer, you coach, you teach Sunday school. You do those things that make the world a better place. And you're not just a anything. You are just an incredible human being created in the image of your maker. So how can we work on this on a regular basis? Well, the cool part is with the advent of the podcast, guys, when we're driving the tractor, when we're driving the combine, whatever it is, we can always turn on a podcast. We can tune in and hear John Maxwell talk to us about how to do better and be better and be more. We can listen to a Craig Groeschel speak. We can listen to Jim Rohn. One of my favorite people and Jim Rohn has long since passed away. Um, and, and it makes me sad because one of my life goals was to meet Jim. But early on in my life, I, I, I stumbled across Jim Rohn's material. And I first started listening to it on cassette tapes. As a matter of fact, I still have that first set of cassette tapes from Jim Rohn. Had a purple cover on it and uh, incredible ideas, incredible things to make us better. And guys, you can say, well, I'm just a farmer. But the fact of the matter is, most of us who are farmers have a couple, three relationships that are pretty important. Unless we own everything free and clear and don't have to borrow money for inputs, and there are a few out there, and that's awesome, and I commend you for that. And if we don't rent anything, somewhat we don't have a lot of people we have to deal with. We still have to deal with our suppliers. We're going to have to purchase things from ag inputs to seed to repairs to new equipment, all of those types of things. And so just being a better human being there can make those negotiations go better. But for those of us who have landlords, it's important that we learn how to be more effective in dealing with people. How do we be less abrasive? How do we become more friendly? How do we become that person that when someone comes and sits down with you, they get up and they go, hey, man, I feel better after talking to him. I feel better after talking to her. Guys, we all know that person that brightens up a room when they leave. We don't want to be that person. We don't want to be the person that, that when, when we walk out, all of a sudden the excitement level in the room goes up and people resume talking and talking freely. We want to be the person that when we show up, we brighten the room. That when people know they're going to see us, they look forward to it, not dreading it. And so, therefore, these things are important. I'm going to suggest that you either listen to or read. There's three books that I would start with. If you haven't read How to Win Friends and Influence People once this year, I'm going to suggest you reread it because I believe that that book should be read every year. Because sometimes we get confused, sometimes we drift, sometimes we 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 read the book and we try to implement it, but then we kind of, a year goes by and we've hung out with some people we shouldn't hang out with and we've become more like them because that's what we do. We really are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. 
And so I'm going to suggest that you read How to Win Friends and Influence People every year. I'm also going to suggest that you read The Greatest Miracle in the World every year, or you can listen to them. I don't care. Either one is fine. And the third book is a book by Alan Guinness, and it's called Bringing Out the Best in Other People. Why would we not want to know how to bring out the best in other people? Now, let me qualify this. Am I good at this? I don't know. Am I perfect at it? Definitely not. Do I fail every day? But I get up every day with a renewed spirit and a renewed effort, and I try to find things to read, find things to listen to, to learn how to do better. I would encourage you to read the Bible regardless of where you're at spiritually, because I just think there's a lot of really good lessons in the Bible. Examples of what to do, examples of what not to do. But anyway, those are the four books we would talk about, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Carnegie, The Greatest Miracle in the World by Ogmandino, Bringing Out the Best in Other People by Alan Loy Guinness and the Bible. There are things that we can do on a daily basis that will help us because really we are a result of our habits. We, that, that is the deal. We are the sum total of our habits, be they good or be they bad. And so what we want to do is try to make sure we're getting them to be better. One of the things I want to encourage you to do is that I want to encourage you long ago. Someone taught me, they said, sit down the night before, before you go to bed, make a list of what you need to do tomorrow. And I found out that when I make a list of what I need to do tomorrow and I prioritize it and put it in the right order, that number one, I get to prioritize things done first because we all tend to gravitate towards the easy and the minutiae that truly aren't that important. Number two, if there's things at the bottom of that list I don't get to, they're the things that don't wreck my life. They're the things that don't disappoint my wife. They're the things that don't let others down. So I try to do the important ones first. I also figured out that when I make a list the night before, I sleep better because my brain isn't rolling that stuff around all night long trying to figure out how to do it because it's already done. I keep an ink pen and something to write on by my bed so that if I wake up in the middle of the night with that occasional good idea, I can write it down and I don't lose it. Or if I just wake up and go, oh my goodness, I need to do this. This is the number one thing I need to do tomorrow. I overlooked it. I can write it down. It's over. I don't have to worry about storing it. So the first thing I would encourage you as a daily habit is to make a list. The next thing I would do, encourage you to be, excuse me, the next thing I would encourage you to do as a daily habit is to physically actually read something every day. And I understand some of us are not good readers. Some of us don't like to read. For some of us, it's very difficult. Okay, I get that. But. We have a couple of choices. We can whine or we can get better. Reading is like any other skill. When we do more of it, we get better. And I'm not having you read, not suggesting that you read for the skill purposes. I'm suggesting that you read right before you go to bed. Numerous experts, I heard the guy who uh, founded Tom's Shoe Company talk here a while back, and he was talking about things that make a person sleep better. And he highly recommended zero blue screen for at least an hour before you go to bed. In other words, don't just watch the TV, get up and go to bed. Don't be messing around on your phone and then go to bed. Or worse than that, actually be messing around on your phone in bed because that that really disturbs how well you sleep. His encouragement was put the phone down, turn the TV off, 
and do something else for an hour. Talk with your family. There's a cool idea. We ought to just try that. Um, actually set and think. Actually read. Do some different things like that so it puts the mind in a different place, and then that will put your body in a different place. And so what I'm going to encourage you to do, if you make that list so you can cross off those things that you want to, we're going to think about all night trying to figure out how to work tomorrow, and you read something, very last thing, then your mind will work on that. And I think if your mind is trying to figure out how to bring out the best in other people, or your mind is trying to figure out how to win friends and influence people, or if your mind is trying to figure out what the greatest miracle in the world is, as a matter of fact, you listen to this podcast, you read that book. We got some new knives. You can't see them because it's a podcast. We got a lock blade knife, camouflage, orange camouflage holler. It's got a depth gauge on one side and a and our phone number and stuff on the other. You read How to Win Friends, Influence People, and you send me a message on the Facebook page or you text me at 641-919-1206. Tell me that you read the book. Tell me what the greatest miracle in the world is. And we'll send you a knife. The very first person that does it gets a knife. And I don't know if Kayla will want to send out one or five. But I just want to encourage you to do that because we believe so strongly in this. Do we love ag? Oh, yeah. Do we love making a difference with fertility? Yes, we do. Are we studying new things and new ways to break through and get new farm averages that are higher than ever on the same dollars we've been spending? Yes, we are. However, there are certain fundamentals to life that all the great fertilizer, all the great seed, all the great tractors in the world can't fix. And so consequently, we believe that personal development is huge. We believe in you. I hope you guys find value in this. And if you find value in our podcast, please share it with someone else. You can look forward. I've got a couple of upcoming episodes. I'm going to interview a couple of people have nothing to do with ag, but I want to hear their success stories. And as a matter of fact, if you have an idea for somebody you'd like us to interview on the podcast, send us a text, 641-919-1206, and we will attempt to get a hold of them and do an interview. But I've got a couple of interviews I'm excited to be coming up and doing here in the near future, talking about people who've been successful in other areas. And one of the fields is actually hunting, and I know a lot of us love to hunt. So guys, I hope this finds you doing well. I hope you'll respectfully consider the whole concept of working on yourself because when you work on yourself, then you learn to talk to other people and let them talk about them. You don't talk about you. You let them talk about themselves, and they love you for it. Guys, thank you for tuning in. Share it. Like us on Facebook, A Better Way to Farm. Feel free to reach out to us with a phone call or a text or a message on the Facebook page any way you want. And I really hope you're having a better day. Thank you for joining us this week on the A Better Way to Farm podcast. If you found value in this episode, we would appreciate you rating us on iTunes or simply sharing with a friend. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe and tune in next time for serious secrets about profitable farming.